Welcome to the Black Men Think Podcast. If this is your first time here, know that the views and opinions expressed by the Black Men Think Podcast, are those of the Black Men Think Podcast and not the individual members. With that being said we're about to be unapologetically, undeniably black. Enjoy. Yeah, man, this is, um, is why, so hold up, before we do anything, before we do anything, so, uh, wanted to go on record and say like, hey, we've been looking at the comments, uh, we've been getting the messages and we understand that the audio hasn't been top notch. And so we are making adjustments. And so hopefully if you're hearing this episode, we sound way better than, (laughs) we sound way better than we've ever sounded before, um, and you know a lot of that is just like um some some glitches and some um you know some curve learning curves around it the, the tech and not understanding why certain things not working but i think we good to go now i think we're gonna be good to go now yeah. so yeah yeah uh, you, you legit hd over there brother you know hey man come on bro come on man just trying to make sure okay. now see what's what's wild is and what y'all are gonna trip out on is we are legit using the exact same equipment that we've been using. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Like, I'm using the same camera, the same microphone. I'm on the iPad. He's on the iPad. Like, with, but it's the exact same thing because the whole part, part, point of doing this is what this is really a test episode, but it's going to be a real episode. The whole point of doing this test episode was to make sure that things are going to sound the way we wanted them to sound. And so, yeah, like legit using the exact same setup. The only difference is we're using a different program. And so this program um we think is gonna be be our go-to. So yep. yeah. <clears throat> With all that being said, I just got one question. So bro, how was your week? <sighs> you know, um, if you had asked me that two days ago, bro, mm. I might have broke down and cried. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. It's been it's been <clears throat> I've gotten on here before, bro, and said that it's been a week. You have you've gotten on here before and said, man, it's been a week. Right. Bro, I can honestly tell you, man, I have never in my life experienced a week like this week. Mm. And and here's the thing, <clears throat> America in general had a crazy week, right? Right, right, right. Absolutely, we've had a crazy few weeks. Um, but you know, specifically, I know everybody's thinking that I'm probably talking about Texas mm-hmm. and the horrific murders of those beautiful young children. Absolutely, I'm not, and we can get on that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's a piece of the week, but. Honestly, for me, bro, um, I'll just go ahead and go in. You know, I, I've shared on the podcast, man. I, I work with kids. I work with underserved kids in Atlanta. Um, <clears throat> you know, at an organization in the city, and you know, we serve inner city kids, Latino and Black kids. Um, you know, about two hundred a year, K through twelfth grade and beyond. You know. Um, I've been with the org now for almost nine years. 
mm. you know, kind of kind of grew up with them, you know, started out working with middle school students and worked my way into other roles and so on and so forth. And now I'm the director of the entire program. And out of all of those years, um, I haven't lost, you know, I've had some children that have gone through different situations. Right. Kids, you know, do kids going to be kids. Kids going to try things. Kids going to experiment. Kids are going to join games. Kids are going to do what they do. Right. I've never been able to say that I've had to go to or prepare myself to go to a child's funeral. Mm. Even more so, bro. Never in my life would I dream that I'd be looking you virtually in the face right now, talking to all of our listeners on the Black Men Think podcast <clears throat> and be able to say that one of my students took their life. Hmm. But this is the week that that happened. Wow. I have an 11 grader man who, um, he was at home with his mom, his brother. His mom left, went to the store, you know, made some, some errands and whatnot. His brother was there, his brother went outside. His brother heard heard the gunshot go off, man. And this kid ended him, ended his life, man. Wow. 11th grade, almost at the end of the school year, one more year to go. Now the backstory is that this kid is, is, you know, young guy. I mean, you know, definitely didn't come up in perfect situations. You know, had, had a lot of challenges, both in his family, um, you know, kind of kind of went off on the wayside here and there, but he was still mm-hmm. with us, you know what I'm saying? Um, he started experimenting in some, some drugs recently. Um, he always kind of been a, you know, smoker, you know, but decided to do shrooms a few months ago, you know, just him and a few other kids. Um, some of them are also, you know, also kids from, from the org, man, and so, you know, it was tough, bro. It was tough, man. Um, he unfortunately had a crazy reaction. He was he was never the same, bro. Never mm-hmm. the same. And he almost actually lost his life when he tried it. Um, you know, he had to go in the hospital, had to go into a mental institution for a little bit. But he, he kind of started working his way back, going to counseling, you know, all kind of stuff, man. And um, it sounds like he was still never the same. Like he was still having nightmares, still, you know, hallucinating and stuff from time to time. And unfortunately, man, I guess he he felt like he didn't have any more hope. I don't know. I mean, I, I you know we don't know the story, but in the day, bro, on the same exact day that Texas happened, he ended his life. Wow! And I think we knew within the hour because one of our colleagues' moms connected to the family, and they were together, and she was with the mom when the mom got the call. The brother, older brother, was there. The older brother's my former student. He, he legit watched his brother leave this leave this earth had to make the the 911 call his older brother their their older brother was my former student he was down the street you know um and next thing i know i'm i'm over the house and in that moment i didn't realize it but this guy's this kid is connected to like 20 to 25 other of my students because they're all connected Latino right. families and they stay, they're close knit, you know, we serve them all, you know, we, we take the whole family in our organization from the youngest sibling to the oldest. So 
next thing I know, bro, I'm sitting over here consoling, like, you know, almost, I don't know, man, like 10% of my whole entire student body. Mm. It's, it was, it still is surreal, honestly. Um, Yeah. But, but bro, heavy, man, like heavy, like, like I've never, I've experienced heavy things, but nothing like, like, this is different. This is just, it's one thing to lose like a kid that you care for, that you've poured so much into. But when they, when they end it themselves, man, it's like, that's, it's something different, man. And um, yeah. honestly, bro, like that whole day, I could not even turn my attention to what was happening in the country because I just didn't have space. I didn't have room. I was afraid to even like take anything else um, tragic in because I would have broke. Yeah. Yeah. And so here I am in this space where I'm torn between my heart and my job. Like I'm trying to jump into my role and comfort my staff, like level set. I'm trying to, you know, I got to call schools, social workers. I got to let people know. I got to respond to the family, you know, do what we do as a, as an, or as a underserved population serving organization. Mm -hmm. Um, When at the end of the day, I just want to go in my office and break down, you know? So it was, um, yeah, it was a week. It was a week, man. I, I think I I pulled into my house that evening and you know, I had to go late. I had to, you know, stay late at the house and literally watch the crime investigation units come, watch them wheel in the stretcher. I couldn't watch them wheel the body out. I had to go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Um they they finally let the parents in the house and the brothers and the family and you know it was just devastation man um and I, I got home i got in my driveway bro i literally turned my car off and i just wept just wept man it was it was a lot yeah bro well lot, bro. first off thank you for sharing that man because i know like you, you know you you're not obligated to share that and, and that's something that's very personal um to you but i i think uh, it's something that our audience needs to hear. You know what I mean? Because we we can't act like what happens, and especially that specific thing that happened to um, to to your students. Um, it's not something that's not real, right? Like that yeah. that that happens. Uh, but you know, the reality is, you don't know how you're going to react to to hearing that type of news, right? Because I don't, I mean, and I don't know if this is the first time that something like that has happened to you. Um, oh, 100% it is. Yeah. I've had, Ooh. I've had it happen once for me. I had a coworker um, that, that, you know, um, took her life. Wow. And um, it, it, you know, it's one of those things where like, of course, you know that it happens, right? Well, like we, yeah. this, it happens. But I mean, you you're never prepared for it, of course. That and that's may, might even be a selfish statement. But just being honest, like it's something that you're not prepared for, and then you have all of these different thoughts. Like, man, what was going through their head? Like, did they have, you know, 
why you you know it's just real real things that happen like why did they feel the need um to to self-transition um and it's tough bro like it's tough because especially in a position that you're in when you're dealing with these kids all day every day Mm -hmm. and you've literally watched these kids grow up literally bro you know what i mean and and so 2015 that's when i met them yeah and so you know we're talking about seven years bro like you've watched that child go from a kid to a young adult honestly like that's you know so i i i know that can be a tough situation man um outside of talking about it what else are you doing to to help yourself cope with with um such a traumatic uh, um event no that's a that's a great question man and honestly bro that first day was such a blur i don't even know if i had room i didn't have space <clears throat> and even the second day like you know i think um I think I was so emotionally drained the first day. Like I didn't know how to feel and I was so tired, bro. Like I was so tired by the end of the day. Um, Thankfully, I think I was able, I was so tired I was able to sleep. Like I Mm. actually slept that night and I woke up feeling at least more physically, you know, aware and had more energy because I was pretty, I was pretty lifeless towards the end of that day. You know, the the day of, mind you, I hadn't faced, you know, the tragedy in America and Texas. I hadn't faced that um, until like the very end of the day when I was just trying to breathe. I told my wife, I was like, man, I'm just going to go downstairs for a second. And I was like, man, I can't be naive. Like, I can't just gloss over this knowing that this took place at the same, on the same time, even though what's going on in my life, like I, I can't be void of what's happening. So I can right, start right. like looking at it. And, you know, obviously that made things like even more heavy. But, you know, like all of that, man, and just trying to, and then I had another, I had like students who were close with this kid um, texting me and, you know, they're weeping, they're going through. So I'm trying to support and trying to be strong. In you know, on the frontal side of things, but really, like, I really just want to, like, go curl up somewhere and, like, cry. Right, right, right. So, you know, to cope, honestly, man, talking, like you mentioned, was, and that didn't really happen today, too, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you. Like, I I didn't really get a chance to start expressing my feelings until day two. And it helped. It definitely helped. Um, some of that was with, with the brothers, you know, in the right, chat right. Like with you guys, man, just kind of, you know, in a moment where I finally felt capable, I was just able to say like, hey, this took place and this is how it made me feel. And this is this and this is that. And so um, and then, um, you know, the rest of it is just like being able to really like share with my wife, like what's what that day was like and tell her the ins and outs from getting the call to going to the house to being on the phone with, you know, one of the best friends and, and him losing it and having to call his parents to come grab him before he does something. Correct. I mean, just, right, right. it was a spiral of events, man. That was just like a blur. And yet in all of that, those are my feelings. I cannot imagine what the mother and the yes. brothers and yeah. the family 
are really dealing with, you know? Like I, I yeah. knew the kid. I, I, I you know, I had a relationship with the kid, but that's that's or I'm nowhere near what they're going through and what they're facing, what they have to right. swallow, knowing like the weapon even belonged to, you know, one the older brother, like the the weight that he is wrestling with, you know, um other peers who did the drugs with them to begin with and suggested it, the weight that they're dealing with. And I know them too, you know, and it's yeah. just, man, all I could do was come home and like my kids were asleep and I pulled up the cameras and I just looked at them, bro. Like, mm. I just looked at them, man. Cause I was just like, it's a lot of parents didn't come home to their children today. Man. Bro, that that um, what happened in Texas? That it's so sad because you know things like this. Unfortunately, things like this happen in in America way more than it should, right? Mm -hmm. And it has happened before. You know, Sandy Hook. Um, you know, Columbine. Like you know, we. Uh, it, it's happened throughout the years, and, and I, I don't have a, an extensive list to, to go through. But you guys know what I'm saying. But it hit different this time, man, because like I actually have man. small kids now. This Bro. this one hit differently. For one, I got a child that's getting ready to start school, and Bro. I just you know immediately thought about man, I don't even know what I would do if I had that kind of call come through. Because, no I mean, clue, bro. like, I know in my head, the first thing I'm mean, like, I got to go up there and get my child. But, yeah. you know, also being realistic, you know, it, it's it's just, it's one of those, it's one of those things. The only thing that I can tie to it is the birth of my second child. And I've told this story on the podcast before, but it, though, that moment, the birth of my second child when it was an emergency, like she had a umbilical cord wrapped around her throat mm -hmm. and my wife had to have an emergency C-section. Seeing my wife stretched out and I'm on the other side, knowing that my daughter mm -hmm. has an umbilical cord wrapped around her neck and I haven't met her yet. It was the, it was the most, wow like wow it's one of the moments where it's like you can't do nothing and i'm not here to tell you to believe in god or believe in i got my beliefs and what i believe in but bro that's the that is one of the pivotal moments in my life where i realized like i am not in control of nothing <laughs> like wow. just sit there behind a glass window and just hope and pray that everything works out yeah and it happens so fast and so i when i when i saw that I immediately went back to that moment because I can only imagine hearing the news of, oh man, there's a shooting at yeah. an elementary school. And yeah. you find out that that's the elementary school of your children. There's absolutely nothing you can do in that, in that moment. There's nothing that you can do, but wait. And so I, I just, you know, I feel for the parents, you know, not even before we even to attempt to get into how we may feel about gun laws and semi-automatic weapons and, and all of that, just because that's another conversation, but just right. to think about solely about the parents, bro. Like 
fam, this a routine day. Not to mention the school year was almost over with, bro. bro like, that's the thing, bro. Like it's almost over, bro. Man, it probably had another day or two. Yeah, know? yeah, man. Like that's and and it's it's you know let's just say it like it is. Like, bro, evil is evil, mm-hmm. and you know it has no it has no boundaries. You know, and, and what we saw take place was pure evil it's just pure evil. the, the, the ir- irony of the term pure evil but it's yeah. evil at its at its elite level you know 100 percent um but the you know those are babies man those are little babies dude and Granted, you know, you talk about, you know, what what you believe, bro, and I know we believe the same, and, and I just believe, man, the babies are with Jesus right now. And yeah, yeah, and they're they're good, you know, and that and that you know, teacher, you know, you know, God rest her soul and, and and their family too. But you know, it's 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 sad, bro, like to see to see that at the same time that that stuff happens, like life goes on, right? Mm-hmm. We're so used to that this part. type of tragedy that it doesn't stop life. That part. That's the real tragedy, bro. Yeah, 100%. That is the real tragedy. And, and not to mention, we at midterm elections, and, and so these things get tied into a, to, to one another, right? Because everyone's going to the polls to vote, but this tragedy just happened. And so you can't help, but to kind of talk about like, Oh, you need to vote the, these people out and all this stuff. And it's like, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I was at that point where I was like, man, I don't want to hear none of that, bro. Like for real, I don't want to hear it because it. we keep having the same conversation. I don't care how you feel about guns. I don't care how you feel about laws, any of that, bro. Like wrong is just wrong. And I've seen the memes and, and you know, you have to be careful with that because there's so much misinformation that's out, but there are some things that I saw were just like point blank period made so much sense. It was one meme talking about, you got to take a test to get a driver's license. You got to have insurance on a car before you can drive it. You got to have liability. You got to have, you know, background checks. They go through all of these things that you got to have, right? You can't rent a car until you're 25. Like all of these different things. And I can walk into a store right now if I was 18 and in a matter of 24 to 48 hours, I can walk out with an AR. That doesn't make sense to me. Then I had somebody... Say, say, because I was having, I, I've, I've saw these conversations. I was like, bro, I'm not about, I, I have a platform. I'll talk about it on the platform. I'm not going to mm-hmm. be on Facebook, Twitter, and all this and, and talk about it. I was like, no, we have a platform to be responsible with it. And I saw all of these conversations about people just saying, like, oh, no, man, like you can, if, if, if we have all these rules in place, they're going to take away our, our rights and all that. I was like, no, it ain't taking away your rights. It's just making sure it's putting, safeguards in place and I, and one person said was like well no bro if i can go to the military at 18 i can go and get me a gun i was like you're absolutely right i feel you on that here's the difference when you can get enlisted in the military at 18 you get proper training on how to use this weapon 
before you're able to like <laughs> walk out with it. At 18, Not to mention, you're, you're given a purpose. 100%. You're given a purpose. Yeah. You're, you're given a purpose that and that that's a very good point that i didn't think about but you're given a purpose and it's like i'm not here to tell you to stop people from having guns like no nah, bro i ain't i'm i'm not with it like you if you can get a gun get you a gun but i'm also about being responsible bro like it makes no sense that 18 year olds have that type of artillery and can be on social media and talk about the things that they're going to do and no response and there's no response like i'm like fam it's right here y'all can find everything else everything else right now i can go online and just talk about i can go i'm what what is something i just did recently oh matter of fact the company that I, we won't name because it's not a sponsorship, but whatever. The yeah. company that we're using right now to record this podcast. I went to their website. 30 minutes later, I got on Facebook. <coughs> I scrolled. I keep seeing all their ads for this website. So you know that I went there, right? So if you got all this information, this details about one little small action that I did. Of course, you can see all these other things. Right. And so that's the part that really irks me, bro, because it's like the information is there. These people ain't just like buying it and going to do it. They're actually giving you backstory. Like they're telling you what they're going to do, all of this stuff. And we we sitting back like, man, ain't that going to happen. No, nah, they chilling. They ain't doing nothing. Yeah. At some point, bro, we got to start like really taking these people for like at face value. If you go, if you're gonna talk that talk, we're gonna at least have to pull up on you and see if you about that life for real. On you. That's it, you know. So, yeah, man. Man, one of the things that just you know is really just resounding in my head right now, bro, is the reality of the state of mental health of young people in our in our country. It it is, it may be the worst that it's ever been, like. And granted, it's been a beautiful storm, like the last, or the perfect storm, I should say, the last two years, like for this in the making. And granted, you know, these incidents that we're seeing are, they appear to be, you know, charged by some other motive as well. I mean, right, 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 right. In Buffalo, that was clearly a a racial, yeah, uh, racially charged, you know, moment, you know, where this guy was literally targeting black people, you know. I still don't know what explanation there is for this week in Texas, you know, but then, then I think about my student, you know, who was at a, a dark place where he felt like he was done and he took his own life. Like, mm-hmm. <sighs> something's got to be done, bro. Like, yeah, I feel you. Like we can't not, we cannot see these things happen over and over again kids these are literally kids doing these acts you know whether they're legally 18 whatever it don't matter like yeah. these are kids bro like you go see freshmen in, in college on any college campus they're children they look like right. kids right you know? right um whether they're 19 20 whatever like they're young they have not yet reached real adulthood and the state that they're walking around in, bro. Not only that, but being in a generation that does not need to go through the gates that we had to go through to, to 
to make actions like this happen. It's at their fingertips. Yeah, it's available. Like whatever they want to do, whatever state they're in, there is some action and reaction that they can go create. They can do it through social media. They can do it through the internet. They can go order stuff. They can do it through, bro. They can blow up in a moment mm-hmm. and do whatever they think of. Something has to be done, and it's got to be a large operation. Like they are off, and they're off because we've been we we haven't been responsible with that. That's I'm glad you said that. Yeah. I'm glad you said that 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 because it, it puts the the responsibility back on us right and when i say us is is it's the elders right the elders, bro. it's the elders um you're right it's i mean my mind goes so many places like for for, for one you know when we were growing up the only thing that was drilled in our head was go to college get a good job retire provide for your family pretty much you know you might have some deviations on that but for the most part our age group go to college get a good job retire you know provide for your family that that's pretty much for the basis of it and and what you said was so important because these kids they don't have to do that now remember like they have the technology to come up with an idea work on that idea and in a matter of three to six months be millionaires like you can't tell a kid not to play video games when they're making hundreds of thousands of dollars a day playing video games like you just you can't you can't as a as as an parent or as an adult try to tell these kids what they can't do when they are making way more money than you in in a in a small period of time and money is not everything of course we know that but the reality is you it's hard to tell people that are at a different level than than you were at their age it's just it just it is what it is you've lived a lot of life you got a lot of experiences bro but like these people are taking care of themselves their parents their grandma and they 16 17 years old making content right. daily and doing great right but the the other side of that is they're also dealing with stuff that we never even fathom right if you got bullied at school, Mo, as a kid, the longest that it lasted for the most part was probably the year. If we if we just being real, like yeah. you, you're in that classroom, you're known as the kid who's gonna get bullied. You're pretty much bullied until the summertime. And 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 you know, even if the bullying wasn't as harsh, you know, it was kind of like, all right, that's just somebody we make fun of and once the whole class kind of got whim of that's what we made fun of, it kind of died down. But for the most part, the school year is over with. These kids now, bro, they don't have to just deal with a class. (laughs) They're dealing with random strangers. And not to mention, they like your average 10th grader might have 10,000 followers on their social media, bro. And that's low. Like they got ten, they got ten k followers on their social media, and their friends have even more than that. And if something happens, they're telling everybody. So now they got hundreds of thousands of people talking about them, bullying them. It's just different, bro. It's a different level. The playing field is completely different. The, the saddest part about that is like, 
that 10,000 followers plus the people that they're connected to and connected to, mm-hmm. that's the real world for them. Like that is that like, part, bro, bro. When I log on, I mean, let's keep it funky. Like I know the difference. Like, yeah, I yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm when I'm texting the homies in the chat, yeah, 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 or when I'm interfacing on Twitter or whatever social media platform I'm on, bro, I know the difference. Yeah. Like, I'm not lost. I can disconnect. I, I can turn it off. I, I can see and classify this as entertainment. Mm-hmm. This as the fake world. These are just people. Granted, they're people, right? They're valuable, yep. but they I, but these ain't my people. Yep. And these, this is my people. This, these are my, this is my circle for them. All of it is real. All of it is as real as somebody that lives in the house with them and any little thing that's said, bro. And granted half the time, they're probably responding to bots. Like it, it's the, it's so wired against them, man. (laughs) Excuse me. Thank you. Um, yeah, bro. I honestly don't know. I know it needs to happen, but I don't know how it happens. Like, mm. we need a reset. I'm going to keep it real with you, bro. Like, it needs to be that extreme. Like, we need a reset. We do We do need a reset. My, my only reservation for the reset is that there's a disconnect, really. That's that's To me, I think that's really what it is. And the disconnect is it's hard to relate to someone that that grew up in this, right? Like for us, like you said, we can go and we can see we can see social media and we we look at it for what it is. And a lot of that is because we knew what it was before social media. We was there at the beginning of it. We saw the birth. So we saw the birth of it. Like we were there when we knew that the only way you can get on, I'll put it like this. I remember the day when they started allowing high school students on Facebook and we all was like, bro, why are y'all doing that? (laughs) Right. Why? Right. And then I remember the day when they opened up Facebook to everybody. Yeah. And then it was just like, yo, what's going on here? Because we thought that this was just something for college kids. Right. And so now that the world of social media is here, the disconnect is going to be there, bro. Like I, I can't, I can't imagine, and we're talking about, it's 2022. So we're talking about post-9-11 post yeah. for most kids, like post-9-11. So if you're somebody that was born in 2005, 17 years old, you probably don't even really know 9-11 like that, just being real, because it happened way before you were born. But all the technology was there. All the social media was pretty much by the time you you turn eight, everything was there. Like so, you literally grew up in a world of social media, bro. So it's like to tell that kid that this is not real. They're looking at you like, no, I've had a I've had a an account since I've been twelve yeah. or whatever. You know, like this is all I know. Yeah, it's like us with. Uh, a Nokia cell phone, bro. Like, is you're you're not gonna be able to convince these kids that this is not real. This is life to them. This is life. it. This is life. life. This is real for them. So I think for us, 
we can't approach them like this. We can't come to them with those old man stories telling them like, no, this is this and this is that. No, that doesn't work. You got to meet them where they're at. So a lot of that is having conversation with them on social media, like not even trying to be face to face. No, bro. That's true. No, I, I slide in your DMs and let's let's talk on your DMs or I'm coming in on one of your posts because they are listening to that first before, before a text before message. Yeah. Like, no, bro, DM me on IG, bro. Right. Or D, you know, on Snapchat or whatever, whatever they own, they're responding to those before they're responding to text messages because mm-hmm. that's real to them. Their following is real to them. So you got to meet them where they're <clears> at. No, you said a mouthful there, bro. It, <clears throat> it's um, you know, it, it's it's critical to understand them mm-hmm. and to to create room. And, and you know what? Even more so than just understand, to respect them, like to respect what it is that they are, what this generation has to offer, um, the tools that they know how to use. Where they they're the most advanced generation that we've ever seen. Um, literally when kids can do what 30 something, 40 something year old tech geniuses can do from their, from their bedroom, right? Like from their bedroom, like they, they are geniuses, you know, um, the tools that they have in their fingertips, they wield them like weapons. Um, you know, forgive the, the terminology in the moment, but you know, it's, it's real. Like they know what to do with it and we got to respect that. And we can learn from them, but at the same time, we have the wisdom, the experience, the adulthood that can guide them. And we have to, to your point, learn how to speak their language to even connect. Um, I guess my, my heart is just like been shifted in the direction of like, man, that kid that's overlooked, that's in the cut, but still very much aware, like, that's the one now, like, yeah. that, I can't miss them anymore, you know, like, and granted, it's not that this one, you know, the kid that took his life, it's not that he was missed, you know, he obviously had some circumstances that were too powerful for him, you know? Right, right, right. But there is that child within reach for all of us that you just never know, man, like, you never know that one word that one connection point, how that might shift the trajectory for them going off and doing the same thing. That's facts. I, I I can say for me, man, like just dealing with, for one, uh, one thing I'll give the, the youth credit of is they do pay attention, right? They see what's going on, but they don't like to be talked at. And I think that might be the case for a lot of, you know, just that's just kids in general. But when you approach them with a more so a level of understanding and trying to see where they're coming from, you have a better chance of um, getting their respect, number one, but also of them being receptive of what you have to say. And it's just. Sometimes you got to let them kids vent, too, though, bro, because we laughed about that that thing Corey put in in the group chat about the. the guy he had made like a trap song talking about his his stepdaddy. I forgot it. He was like my uh, my my grand no my daddy got uh beat by my stepdaddy in an arm oh, wrestling yeah, match. Yeah. It, right, right. But he was like, "I'm fighting demons." Like it was so right. funny to us. But like, no, bro, these kids really be 
that's what they be on. Really be feeling like the weight of the world is on their shoulders. <laughs> yeah. And a lot um, of that really has to do with the simple fact that they live for validation on social media. And I don't want to make it a blanket thing, but that's just, that's their world, bro. Like they, they live for those reactions. And when you're living for those type of reactions and we know that the majority of those reactions are, are fake, right? People just want to get, want to talk, want to get somebody saying something, then it's, it's going to be a tough bid, bro. But us as adults and elders, we have to, we got to A, meet them where they're at, B, listen to what they got to say, and then C, stop trying to provide a solution. Sometimes they don't need a solution, bro. Like sometimes they just need somebody to just listen to them. <laughs> like we so busy trying to tell them what they need to do as opposed to just saying like, no, like, okay, cool. What you got going on? Word. Yeah. Okay. How can I help? Yeah. Cool. Oh, you don't need any help. All right. It's all good, bro. But like, whenever you need some help, hit me up. I'm here and leave it at that. And you'll see, a change in people because you're just giving them an opportunity. You're giving them a, you're opening the door for them to walk through it, to talk to you, as opposed to just like, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to, I don't want to hear none of that. Yeah. But if you open the door, just like, bro, whenever you want to, you need to talk about something, just hit me up. I'm here. Cool. You don't need nothing. I ain't, I ain't tripping like, but if you do hit me up, right. I can provide some type of guidance. You know, I think we, we, we're, we win better. Um, that way so yeah man well yeah man um it's been a week bro but you know i'm thankful for this platform because while we try to provide a platform for y'all and, and a lot of times this stuff is just therapeutic for us bro like right. we use this event you know what i'm saying so 100%. um we appreciate y'all for like allowing us the space to vent and talk about things that's going on in our lives you know what i mean and hopefully y'all can uh pick up on some of those things and, and they can help y'all you know what i mean um so ask a black man let's see what we got here um if you can go back in time and change one thing what would it be um uh, let me see let me see I thought we answered that a few weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken. You know something? If we did, my part, you know what we did? We did. We did. Hold on. Let's see. We got another one. Um, yeah, I remember talking about Yeah, that. we did. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, wish yeah, I yeah. Had that. Wish I had a college body still. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let's see. Um, you know what? I'm looking at these, and I think we've done all of these. Hold on, let's see. Yeah, no, we we're gonna have to because we, we don't went through. I'm I'm reading these, and we don't went through most of these already. Oh, so, yeah. Um. Yeah, fam. Like that's. I'm sorry, y'all send those questions in, bro. Like DM us. Uh, um, 
yeah, keep them coming because we we went through all of those, so we need some new ones. But yeah, um, so ain't no ass a black man this week. Hopefully y'all enjoying the sound. Hopefully we sound better. Hopefully the quality of the video is better. Um, and we 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 appreciate y'all for real. Like we listen, <laughs> we listen. So. Yeah. Uh, this is us making an attempt to make sure that we're giving y'all the, the quality that y'all deserve and a higher standard of um, uh, of overall podcast um, for y'all till it. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man. Hey, if y'all haven't, make sure y'all subscribe to our Patreon. A thinker, man. You, there's a couple of tiers. We do bonus content. We have old episodes that been in the vault for years that we drop. Uh, Now that we got everything looking the way it needs to look, it might be even better for y'all. So, um, but yeah, go over there and and support if you can. If you can't, it's cool. Try again next month. We still gonna drop content over there for our thinkers, man. But hey, outside of that, we appreciate y'all. We thank y'all. Make sure y'all tell a friend to tell a friend, and um, we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Black Black Men Men Think Think Podcast. Podcast.